Hey everybody, I'm Eric, and today I watched Star Trek Discovery Season 1 Episode 3, Context is for Kings. This episode, which is my favorite of the three so far, it's in my top three, absolutely, uh, we are a few weeks or months, we're sometime after the beginning of the Klingon War, and... Michael Burnham is being transported to a different place because there is some type of breach in the hull of the mining place that they were being held captive on or something. I don't know. But she's on a shuttle with three other prisoners and something goes wrong. There's these spores that are seeping electricity. They're feeding on the electricity in the ship. And the pilot leaves, goes outside to try to fix it, and dies. Or, well, presumably. Maybe they were rescued. Probably not. We never see that pilot ever again. Uh, but not all is lost. Somehow, during all this, Michael is completely calm. I guess she's kind of at peace with dying as... She was, spoilers, Walking Dead, as she was at the end there uh, last season. But the shuttle is picked up by the USS Discovery. And we meet, through this throughout this episode, the actual cast of the show. Uh, a lot of people who were not in the previous episode. There's a couple of people who were previously on the Shenju, but they are now here on the Discovery, uh, one of those people being Saru, who is now Lieutenant Commander of Discovery, serving under, um, what's his name, uh, Gabriel Lorca, played by Jason Isaacs. Now, I had a, there are a lot of times in this episode, because this is a science vessel, and there's weird, creepy stuff going on, and I was kind of expecting at some point for the captain, Lorca, to uh, take Michael down into the basement where he was ha holding captive five prisoners who he was experimenting on uh, to explore the afterlife or near-death experiences. And uh, trying to link to the other world. I'm, of course, talking about the OA in which Jason Isaacs plays the the dude. I forget his name. Uh, who's captured all the... Who's, who's kidnapped all these people and is experimenting on. Spoilers for the OA! Sorry about that. Um, it is pretty It is pretty good. The last episode is pretty weird. Um, I didn't spoil the last episode, other than by, by saying it's pretty weird. Uh, there, it's not too far off, because he does take her down eventually to show her what, well, it's what he claims the vessel is all about, and that is a, a new propulsion system. We're skipping way ahead here. This is the end of the episode. Uh, Michael is very very skeptical about what is going on uh okay she's a prisoner all this doesn't make sense quite yet because she's a prisoner 
who gets captured, rescued on this prison transport. Uh, but they have a mission that uh, she'd be very useful to help on. And that mission is, well, they didn't know that this was the mission, but the first mission that she goes on is to rescue or rather recover a lot of data and equipment from their sister ship that is doing similar research from what her team is working on. It's some type of biochemistry, but also physics. As it turns out, they're both the same on the quantum level or something. Uh, and this project, as it turns out, has to do with these spores that they've been collecting and they have some type of link to other spores throughout the universe so they can instantly go there to, to watch. It's like remote viewing, I guess. I don't know. It might have just all been a charade to get her off of everyone's back because actually they have a... <laughs> Uh, that's not the only research that is the same on both of these vessels because the, the thing that went wrong was this giant space jaguar thing that killed everyone, including some Klingons who went out on there to check things out. They saw an abandoned, an apparently abandoned vessel. They wanted to steal all the technology that they could, but they couldn't because this space cat thing killed them all. I... I don't know. I guess it is the closest thing to an animal it is, is, uh, oh, does he even say nice kitty at the end? Maybe. Maybe I was imagining that. I, I think of it as a cat. It's huge and it's a monster, but it's, it, it seems a lot like a lion or something like that or a jaguar or a puma or a, or a cougar or a, um, mountain lion. Or a bobcat, a lynx. The, I'm getting smaller now. Um, a uh, capybara. That is that's not a type of cat. That is not a type of cat at all. A tiger. I didn't say tiger yet. Um. So yeah, that's basically. <laughs> I skipped over a lot. We also meet Sylvia Tilly, who has special needs, uh, which you might suspect is something else at first because she says, because of my special needs, I don't have a roommate. It's actually she's allergic to certain materials and it makes her snore. Uh, and I'm not sure how that works or if she has the special materials. I guess if the other bed, why not just have both bed have that stuff? They have to have enough for her should be pretty easy to have enough to, to furnish both beds, which I guess is what they do because we never actually see or hear her snore. In fact, she's quite quiet when she is in bed, but she hasn't fallen asleep yet when we do see her in bed. So I, I don't know. Uh, going back to the beginning of this episode, since we're talking about meeting Sylvia Tilly, uh, it's a whole kind of lunchroom situation. The first scene... Well, it's, I thought it was kind of weird that they have these four prisoners and they're just like, yeah, just go eat with everybody else. That's going to be not going to be a problem at all. And you're a prisoner, so go ahead and be roommates with one of our crew members as well. Like the whole thing 
Well, it makes sense with what Lorca's intentions are. He chose her on purpose. He knew she was going to be transported to another place and that he will intercept her. Did they actually cause that electronic spore attack? I kind of think so. And if that's the case, they killed a pilot. Unless that pilot was in on it. Ooh. Ooh. Instantly transport. Except they didn't have they didn't have the ability to um transport teleport a moving target at this point, right? Are the movies canon? They haven't been able to do it in the newest movies until the newest movies. Uh the the first of the new Star Trek with um with you know what's his name? Um, so they wouldn't have been able to do it at this point. So that pilot, yeah, that pilot's dead. That pilot is dead. They didn't need the, they didn't need that shuttle to be attacked to be able to scoop them up. And I think Michael addresses that at some point, but it's kind of brushed aside. And it only adds to her skepticism about what she's actually doing there, what this ship is doing. Even though it's a science vessel, it seems very nefarious, and it is a giant space cat. Um, but yeah, it's very high school-like scene, and then Michael ends up beating up the other three prisoners. And uh, then she gets sent to the bridge to talk to all the folks up there, mainly the captain. And uh, yeah, uh, I think it's pretty interesting that Saru is not happy about any of this he's very he, he's very unforgiving to michael uh and yet he also sees her value and uh aside from that traitorous action that she took uh she's a very very good officer so there's these two sides that are at conflict for saru but it's kind of the I guess the logical side wins out, maybe. Or maybe it is the mo emotional side that wins out. That, okay, there's this one thing she did, but I trust her another way, in, in every other way. Or is it more, I don't, I still don't trust her, but before that one thing, she's a very good officer. And on paper, it's uh, she's excellent. And... Captain Lorca also thinks that because he saw that action as being actually a good thing because she saw what was coming and nobody else believed her. And that's what the fact that nobody else followed her lead and believed what she was saying and believed in her uh, kind of foresight. That's what caused the problem, not her actual seeing what was going to happen so we'll see how how captain Lorca utilizes that utilizes michael burnham because he does eventually convince her to stay and be a part of this mission although we we learn that they can have up to 200 discrete scientific missions at once and nobody would know about any of them and just because she's shown the inside of one 
she might just be putting up a front that she is trusting. Uh, she may more likely be wanting to look into what other kind of stuff all of these teams are working on. She only has perspective on one project at this point. Two, actually two projects, but she doesn't know that that second project is a project on the Discovery. So I'm looking forward to see what happens next. Uh, there's all kind of, I took so many notes and I didn't even look at any of them. Um, uh, Saru thinks that she's dangerous. That uh, plays more into what I already said about that. Um, we also have Paul Stamets, who is the lead of the team that Michael is assigned to and is also the team that Sylvia is on. Uh, there's a whole thing with the science C. It's uh, kind of weird uh, to go along with. The, it continued like that high school lunchroom type of thing that now they're in the classroom. It was like, no, this is going to save. But actually, it wasn't. Um, once we get, got, get past that, I really like this episode a lot more because it wasn't so much like, oh, the everyday type of stuff, which isn't bad. I just like them going out into space and figuring stuff out more than that. Yes, one last thing. There was a sequence when they were recovering all of that equipment and data where Michael distracted the beast to allow everybody else to escape. Well, they did lose one person. One person got definitely got eaten, but uh, it wasn't somebody important, so whatever. Uh, she distracts the beast and goes up into the vents and is crawling around. And as she's crawling around, she's reciting uh, lines from Alice in Wonderland, particularly the parts where Alice is become small and is running through things as a small, very small person, which is, I, I thought it was pretty cool that uh, to get through like scary, scary or nervous uh, states. Um, I can't remember if she had recited anything like this in the previous two episodes. Uh, I think she did, but maybe not something that exists in real life. I can't remember, but uh, I, I like that and it was relevant to the situation and it also had a pretty cool conclusion with her dropping down into a hole which led perfectly into where their shuttle, their boarding craft was hovering. Also, of course, they had to blow up that sister, I, I keep calling it the sister vessel. Vessel, it does have a name. I think it's yes, it's the USS Glenn. So of course, Glenn dies. <laughs> um, more Walking Dead, um, and uh, they just completely obliterate it because it's full of all of these science projects that the Klingons cannot get their hands on. They're, they they have to keep that technology or approaching new technology away from the enemy. So that was a, uh, that was a cool added aspect to all of this. I feel like this episode layers everything really well that we have big picture stuff down to the minutia of being roommates with somebody who 
uh, we're told snores, but don't actually see her. Maybe we did see her snore. I, I must have completely missed it if we did. Um, so that's it. I really like this episode. I am looking forward to episode four. Episode four and five are already out as of this recording. So hopefully I can watch those soon. Um, let me know what you thought by tweeting me at TIW podcast. Go to TIWpodcast.com or todayiwatched.com. They go to the same place. They go to the same place. It's, I, I'll just say one for future episodes. Um, if you enjoyed this episode or anything else on the site, please share some links with your friends. Subscri- subscribe on iTunes, write a review on iTunes, and support the show even more at patreon.com slash todayiwatched. Thanks so much for tuning in, and I'll be back soon with episode four, The Butcher's Knife Cares Not for the Lamb's Cry. I did like karate chops as if my hands were the butcher's knife when I was saying that. Okay, bye.